Welcome to the Energy Nerd Show, powered by Synapse Energy Economics and Climable.org. Energy Nerd Show. Hey, Jeannie, who's our guest on the Energy Nerd Show today? It is David Schlissel. Hi, David. It's so good to see you. Hey, David Schlissel. Hi, Jeannie. It is. It's great to see you guys. Yeah, I'm excited to learn about these small modular reactors. I was going to say David Schlissel is a rock star, and then I thought uranium star, and then I thought... Really? Don't even make a joke. Don't even try. Yeah, it's fantastic to see you, and uh, I'm looking forward to hearing what you have to say about small modular nuclear reactors. Well, it's funny because it's basically, as Yogi Berra, that great philosopher, once said, this is really deja vu all over again from what you and I did in the first decade of this century and what we did in the 70s and 80s. Pointing out cost overruns and uh, schedule delays and uh, bogus estimates. Oh, absolutely. A year ago this month, we issued a report about the SMR that one company, New Scale Power, is proposing to build. And we said that one of the risks was the cost would go up. They said we didn't know what we were talking about. It was the same old stuff just to trash us. And four weeks ago, they announced that the cost was going from 5.3 billion to 9.3 billion was a 60% cost increase. So you're right again. And then it's kind of gratifying to be right. And it's also uh, sad and distressing. Yes. Yeah. I figure that when I retire, my last commentary will be, I told them so will be the title of it. And just a list of all these I mean, I warned them not to build the Vogel nuclear plants and the cost went up, but I'm not here to talk about me. We've been doing a lot of work over the last year and a half, looking at the new proposals to add, some say hundreds of new nuclear plants to address climate change. And we have the same concerns about cost and schedule, the ability of nuclear, because it takes so long to design and build them, to have a meaningful impact on CO2 emissions in the short term. So um, you have data on the schedule estimates and actuals? Yes, we do. My first slide shows how the nuclear industry has been wrong, claiming how quickly they could build new nuclear plants. For example, uh, the two nuclear units currently under construction in Georgia, Vogel Units 3 and 4. Originally, the company, a southern company who's building them, claimed that they would be completed in roughly four to five years. And that was supposed to be the end of 2017. And as we sit here and talk in 2023, the first unit is supposed to go online in three months. So there's roughly seven years overdue uh, and the cost has gone up by 140%. But again, that's par for the course with the nuclear industry. I remember when we worked together, I'd come in your office and go up, look at this, another new estimate for the cost of some nuclear plant. And it'd always be a billion or two uh, above the last one. Right. And here it's more than a billion. I mean, it, it's gone up a lot. The average cost of power from the Vogel plants, the Georgia PSC staff estimates that it will be somewhere in the range of $160 per megawatt hour, which you can get roughly four megawatt hours of solar in Georgia for about the same price. And the PSC staff just filed testimony that said this plant will never produce a benefit for ratepayers, And it's such a travesty. Can you just back up a minute and say, why are they called small? Can you talk about the scale? Were people really hopeful that the smaller 
scale would make a difference in all these problems? When you look at a nuclear power plant, there's one big reactor inside. You see the concrete containment building. For a small modular reactor, the proposal of this company, New Scale, would be somewhere between four and 12 smaller reactors adding up to, say, 460 or 920 megawatts of power instead of one big reactor for that amount. And they claim building these modular reactors will mean they'll be cheaper and they can be built in less time. Whereas Vogel, as of March, it will be 10 years since they began the nuclear construction at the project site. This company, New Scale Power, claims that they can build their modular reactors, which might total 900 or more megawatts in three years. But I see in your first chart, the uh, estimates are like, you know, three to five years. But the reality is eight or 10 years or more. Yes, that's happened for uh, nuclear power plants around the world. It's kind of funny. In the 70s and 80s, the costs of nuclear power plants, the actual costs were triple what originally was claimed for the projects, and it took twice as long to build them. So in the 1990s, the industry had a renaissance, it hoped, and said, well, we've got new reactor designs that we can build faster and cheaper. And what did that get us? It got us Vogel, which is seven years overdue and $34 billion for two reactors. So now the industry says, well, we got new designs that will allow us to build reactors faster and cheaper. The same thing they said in the 90s. And so far, the industry has learned one lesson. Very few of the companies that are building reactors say anything about what it's going to cost or how long it's going to take which is outrageous because the public's going to pay eventually. The new generation small modular reactors has been built and operated anywhere other than two small ones in Russia. But obviously, we don't know much about how well they're built or what kind of safety. In this graph with the orange bars of how many months, those are the current estimates then or are those actual completed projects? Well, those are mostly completed projects. Three of the reactors are still under construction. And so the numbers on the slide, they're not completed numbers. They're current as of a few months ago. Unlikely to get shorter? Oh, they're not. Well, they can't get shorter, but they possibly will get longer. David, do we have any evidence that the cost of small modular reactors is going up? Yes, we do. Over the last six, seven years, the cost of building what's considered the lead SMR because it's already gotten approval for aspects of its design from the U.S. Nuclear Regulatory Commission. The cost has gone from $9,300 a kilowatt to $20,000 a kilowatt, both in 2022 dollars. I haven't completed a detailed comparison of that cost to the cost of the Vogel nuclear plants, but it's not going to be far apart. And the project is not going to ask for a license from the NRC for a year. They don't expect to get the license for three years, at which point they will start construction. So this is basically five steps along a journey of 100 yards. Uh, So they got a lot of distance to go which we know from experience means they're likely to have their costs go up and the construction schedule will have cost overruns and schedule delays. I understand in the the U.S., we have uh, targets for clean energy, you know, like 
80% zero carbon electricity by uh, the 2030, mm-hmm. the, the, the Biden administration goals. And um, so it seems to me that on that track, uh, a plant that's going to take 10 years to build is going to be too late to the party. Yes, absolutely. That is certainly a concern uh, for many of us that, as you well know, the sooner we can get reductions in CO2 emissions, the better. We can install renewables in a couple, three years. Too bad, David, that the renewables are so much more expensive than these small modular. Oh, they're not expensive at all. Along with the increase in construction cost, a new scale and the communities they want to build it for in Utah, the organization of the utilities is called UAMS, Utah Associated Municipal Power Systems. For years, they were saying the target price of power for their project was $55 a megawatt hour. Then a couple of years ago, they raised that to 58. And earlier in January, they announced that the cost had gone up to $89 per megawatt hour. And it's only $89 per megawatt hour because they're taking into account a $30 a megawatt hour subsidy from the federal government and also a $1.4 billion loan from the Department of Energy. Without those two subsidies, the cost would be somewhere in the range of probably $150, $160 per megawatt hour. So uh, can you compare that price to what uh, renewable energy costs? Sure. We have looked at the annual technology baseline put together, I think, by the National Renewable Energy Lab. And at $89 a megawatt hour, the cost is much higher than offshore wind, onshore wind, solar with storage or solar without storage. That's the estimate of the federal government. What they claim is they'll ramp up power, ramp down power to follow uh, renewables. If they do that, the cost goes way up because as you know, most of the costs of a nuclear plant are fixed. So if you generate less power by ramping up and down, then the cost per megawatt hour will go up and could go way up. There are cheaper ways to do it with existing technologies. As a new book by Mark Jacobson from Stanford's called No Miracles Needed, and that's true with energy efficiency, other demand side measures, and technologies that we know work and that have deflationary cost trends. The costs have been going down for a decade. We can do it. So if people watching the show want to learn more about this, they can buy Jacobson's book. What else should they uh, consider? They can go to the IEFA website. That's the organization I work with. It's ieefa.org and do search for uh, SMR for small modular reactors. And uh, each of our PowerPoints that we've been doing and reports has my email, or they could follow me on Twitter or LinkedIn. Thanks for being on the show, David. Oh, it's been great to see you guys. Bye-bye. Check out the show notes for visuals and links for more info on the topics discussed. You can find the Energy Nerd Show on social media pretty much everywhere at Energy Nerd Show or on our website at energynerdshow.com. Thanks for listening.